podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what can I say? Mm. Everything is timing, and now it's talk time with Tunde. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the first, the very first episode um, of Talk Time with Tunde, where we sit down, we have a discussion away from boxing, um, and just talk about you know current issues, current affairs which affect us all. <laughs> um, you know, we live in a, in a big world, a, a world where, you know, you can't be selfish. You know that things that others do affect us, affect our children and, and what have you. So today uh, we're going to kick off our first show um, with, a, with a very, very serious topic, a topic which is... Um, in the hearts and minds, mouths and lips of, I guess, everyone. I think you would have to be living um, on another planet if you were not aware of, of the events which have taken place or which took place um, the last few days uh, in, I believe, the Thomas Kenvet, I hope I'm saying that correct, college. Um, First of all, let us play a little video with regards to uh, the event. Before I do that, let me just introduce some of the Fight is Right listeners and viewers on the show, joining us for this fundamental or this epic first show. Uh, Sylvester, uh, Salamoa, 2011, Jermaine Williams, Barry Cobbs, Daniel Grace, Miss Ringside in the building. Yeah. Uh, John Khan, good evening to you, sir. Um, Andy B on the mic. Um, is this is epic? Damien Charles, Leah O. Good evening, all. Balfour Awusu, Sir Uko, uh, or Oku. It's going to be a, a very, very great discussion. And let me just say that you know, it's open to everyone and anyone that has an opinion on this matter. You know, I'll be asking questions, and I'm going to be learning from you, from 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 each and every one of you and how we can, uh, you know, safeguard and protect our children uh, moving forward. So, Gary, please play the tape for us. Close to a school in Ashford, a schoolgirl was surrounded. She was kicked and punched, and her braids were pulled. The adult you can hear doesn't help. In fact, they appear to be shouting techniques on how to attack the girl. Today, people marched to her school to show their support and to say this video highlights a problem that the school needs to address. I cried and I was angry. I was, and I still feel so much anger. Um, but I just need change. Justice needs to be served um, and it needs to happen. Uh, it is disturbing. It, it is disturbing. Um, but to watch that again, not just as a police officer, but also uh, as a parent and as a human being, um, 
you know, I was a little disappointed with your actions of some of the public in the area at the time. Wow. And I'll be honest with you, even though we didn't show, you know, the footage, obviously the footage had to be blurred out because it is um, quite gruesome and quite, quite horrific, especially for... And, and yeah, it's horrible for anyone to watch you who has parents. But I think just as a, a normal human being, um, watching these scenes, I mean, I'm, I'm, as, I'm, as I'm speaking to you, watching and listening to that video, my heart is pounding. Because this is a really sad, really sad state of affairs. And, um, you know, the, the, the question, the, the, the heading of this whole thing is, how can we safeguard our children uh, moving forward? What are the solutions, if any? You know, we're not here to bash down anything or down talk anybody. We, we, wanna, we want answers to this. And um, if anyone, anyone has any good points or any views or how, just how we can move forward. It, it's really distressing even to talk about this subject. But it's a subject that has to be spoken about because, you know, so much things happen in this world nowadays that, you know, uh, uh, something as, as as important can this can just be forgotten about in a day. And I feel that's this is one of the reasons why I decided to, to have this show. I literally, literally decided on this show yesterday when I saw it on the news. This was not planned. This was me seeing a young girl, a young black girl being assaulted uh, by other girls. And I was like, I phoned Gary straight away. And I said, Gary, we're starting a new show. And the first topic of our new show is how to do we, do we ensure the safety of our children? Because I think if you're looking at this from, from, a, from a parent's perspective, like how can you not be worried for your child? How and where does this where does all this start? Does it start with the home, the parents? Does it start with the school? Like, how do we eradicate this this problem? Um, one of the first questions which I'm going to put out to the audience is, um, and we can see I'm, I'm reading comments uh, as we speak and are on air. My brother Spencer Fearon, the first had to be the first. So I don't think Spencer was going to let anybody donate before him. Because Spencer phoned me uh, this morning, this afternoon, when I said I'm going to do this. He said, T, do this. This is you. This is something that you feel so strongly about. You know, I'm going to stand back and um, I'm going to watch you speak to the people and, 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 and just do your thing. So, again, my brother, he's always the first... And uh, thank you very much for the eight ninety nine. Even though it be going back in your bank account. <laughs> ah! Anyway, let's do this. So, the first question. First of all, let me read out the tweet from Thomas Kinvet. I hope I'm saying that right. College um, from the principal, Mr. Richard Beeson, who I know has come under a lot of attack and fire from celebrities, from the normal people, you know, they're, they're calling for this principal's head. But I think, you know, let's let's just all calm down. Let's all just look at this whole case um, properly uh, before we start 
I personally don't think you can point the blame at one person. So let's try to get through um, this chronologically uh, and stage by stage. But let me read um, the statement from the principal of Thomas Keenvet College. He says, dear parents and carers, you may be aware that one of our students was injured in a violent altercation outside the school yesterday as they were making their way home. We would like to reassure you that the police were called and are currently investigating. We understand from the police statement below that five arrests have been made in connection with the incident. We are supporting the police as they investigate this matter. If you have any information regarding this incident, then please contact the police via the link below. And if you go onto Twitter, you will see the link. He further continues, we are aware that this incident will have caused concern among students, parents, carers alike. We can reassure you that we are taking all necessary steps to ensure that this isolated, and I'm going to come back to this, this isolated incident is dealt with and that the student's safety is our paramount concern. If you have any other questions or concerns regarding this matter, please contact the school. Yours sincerely, Mr. Richard Beeson, the principal of Thomas Kindvet College. I hope I'm saying that right, people. Right. One of the first questions that I'm putting out to the panel, and anyone, let's remember, if anyone wants to come on live, live and give their talk, if we have any parents that, you know, are just worried about the safety of their children, selling their, their child, sending their child to school, um, if there's a parent that has a, a, a solution that can help assist the school the schools and, 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 and all involved, how we can stop something like this happen again. I mean, the principal calls this an isolated case. So my first question is, the school principal has stated that this was an isolated incident. I'm asking you, is the safety of our children at risk when they attend schools? Share what you have heard or your experiences. Is this type of incident really isolated or is it a one-off? And that is the question I'm coming with. Is this, as the principal has stated, an isolated case? Is there any people out there that have family and friends that have suffered the same abuse and attack? And are we only talking about this because it was filmed, because it was caught on camera? And so that's a question what I'm putting to. How, how is this really an isolated case? Now, let's read some of these questions or some of these answers. Um, Gary, put anything up, please. Thank you, uh, Greenside Farm from Zimbabwe uh, for the £2 donation. Much appreciated. Um, Alex James, let me take off these glasses. Alex James, thank you for your comments, sir. It always starts and ends with the parents. Nine out of ten, if the father is absent or abusive, it will manifest in a degenerate behavior for the youth. Mm. 
Mm, let me read that again because, yeah, I don't know how many people will agree with that. I, I would like to hear some comments because I'm, I'm going to say for myself personally, you know, I was, I mean, looking at today's society, I was lucky enough to grow up um, in a time of, uh, in school where we didn't really have cases like this. This wasn't, I mean, there wasn't, there may have been, there certainly wasn't any mobile phones well, it may have just been coming out that time to film this kind of stuff. But, you know, I cannot remember seeing a group of girls. Now, this is what is kind of touching me. Like, this is this is girls, you know, assaulting another girl. And so, I mean, there's so much it can go on to. But let's, let's deal with that which um, Alex James, put that up again, because I want to see what people have to say about this. Put that one up again, please, um, um, Gary. See, this case has even made me forget your name. <laughs> it always starts in them with the parents. Nine out of 10, if the father is absent or abusive, it will manifest in a degenerate behavior for the youth. Now, let's scroll through. Um, I mean, listen, personally, and if you see some answers, Gary, put them up, please. Um, if you see, you know, I've, I, people have heard me say it on our, on our, on our sister show. Um, the school is the other mother, the alma mater, you know, in, in Latin. I'm, I'm, that's the, I'm spitting my Latin there, but the school is the alma mater, the other mother. So I've always, uh, it's not necessarily blame, but I've always thought that the parents... It's their duty to bring or, or, or to develop your children in a manner where they have respect, you know, for themselves primarily, but for others. And so if this fundamental schooling is not done prior to school, then really the, 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 the teachers are faced with two jobs not only trying to educate your child, but also deal with their bad behavior. <laughs> so, so I definitely feel, uh, you know, there's some um, strength to what my man Adam has said. Uh, Daniel Gray says, my daughter, you met, I think last year, goes up to sec, hold on, let me read this properly. My daughter, you meet last year, goes up to secondary school next year. And I worry about she, um, about what she will be exposed to. She has been brought up with the correct morals, so she should be okay. And again, this is why, you know, uh, put the heading up, please, Gary. Um, this topic is how we can ensure the safety of our children. Well, before we start blaming others, let's look at ourselves squarely in the face and Miss Ringside, thank you. Let me just say, Miss Ringside is an avid supporter. I actually don't even call her a supporter. I actually call her part of this squad. Um, um, in, in our other uh, um, job, which is the boxing side, but also just a general supporter of, of the fight is right and, and all involved. But anyway, thank you, Miss Ringside, for the £8.99. Uh, she says social media has created monsters in children. Everyone wants to be a star of any kind of beef. 
um, is content, I've lost, oh yeah, is content for it to go viral. That's a good point. I want to ask, if the attack was unprovoked, why did they attack the girl? And this, thank you for that. I'm going to read that again, because that, again, I mean, we're, we're, the, the, the answers are firing and the, the, the suggestions and the questions are firing all at once. But Miss Ringside says, social media has created monsters in children. Everyone wants to be a star um, and any kind of beef is content for it to go viral. I want to ask if the attack was unprovoked, why did they attack this girl? And that is such a key question because, you know, we've, we've heard that uh, it, it could be, you know, racially motivated. And I think even the press are, are claiming that it's racially motivated. Uh, we want to know, we want to know, um, or if there's anyone who can, you know, enlighten us on why this young girl was attacked. Um, I did see something where I think the, the young girl's family or cousin or something saying that she had been pulled up uh, for minor matters, less matters, and she was really upset that the school had not taken this matter uh, more seriously. Um, so many questions that need answering. Um, going back um, to the parents and uh, going back to, I think it was the guy, Gary, can you put the previous comment? I think I feel it's Daniel James, if my memory serves me right. But he was basically saying that um, he's got a young daughter, yeah, Daniel Grace, he's got a young daughter and basically she's uh, going to be going up to secondary school and he, and he worries about her. Um, and what she will be exposed to. Um, he's brought her up the best way he can with morals and, 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 and respect and dignity. But is there a danger that, you know, they, I, I, you know, my dad always used to say to me, evil communications corrupt good manners. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> my father, Samuel Olatobosun Ajay, Olatobosun Ajay, taught me as a child Evil communications corrupt good manners. And I think it's actually a proverb from the, uh, the Holy Bible. Uh, but whether it is or it isn't, it actually uh, uh, carries weight, that statement. And so I guess no one can really guarantee the safety of your school, which is why we have to think about ways of safeguarding. Are we going to get into a situation and a, a case where children have to start going into school and going through metal detectors like in America and stuff like that, please give me some feedback because I'm as new to something like this happen. Cause I say this never happened when I was coming up. Like we never like the most, <laughs> I don't know the most, just this just wouldn't happen. So let me go, not go too deep into it. And I feel that, People can say what they want. I mean, we can have an opinion on social media, but guess what? If someone didn't have their phone um, and captured this on camera, then we probably wouldn't know about this. This is what I'm saying. Is it an isolated case? Is there cases where this has happened before? We need to know. We need to know. And if so, you know, this is your, your platform to speak about it. So don't, I don't want no one to be shy. The link is up in the box. You know, tell us your stories. Tell us, you know, because sharing your story may help others understand and come to some kind of, you know, um, formula 
as how we can stop this thing. There's so much to touch on this, but Country Don, aka the chairman, big up country, he said apparently she was defending a friend, and that is why she was attacked. The friend was a white girl. So again, like you know, we're touching on this racial situation or this racial issue. You know, here we have a young black girl defending a white girl. And then the black girl, from what we have seen, is the one who uh, was vicious, viciously and violently attacked. Um, so I think it goes it goes even deeper than color. You know, obviously we know the statistics and we know that, you know, in this case, it was uh, a young black girl, so we can't get past that. But more than black or white, or whatever race, it's a child. It's a child. And that's, we can't get past that. And I think there's not one parent, or there shouldn't be one parent, that is happy seeing another child that hasn't come from her loins, her womb, go through something like this. This is, this is just not right. And so I'm hearing, I want solutions. I want people to come with some form of solutions or answers or what we can do to stop this happening. You know, um, Karma Serene, big up Karma. Uh, thank you having you on. Uh, she says, why did the adults stand around doing nothing? I never let students get riled up without intervening when I was teaching. And again, you've hit another hotspot. Because one of the reasons, from what I understand, why Mr. Beeson is coming under so much uh, scrutiny um, and backlash is because there was a, a period, and please, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be liable now. Some, please correct me if I'm wrong. Of a few seconds where the incident was kept on going on and nothing, I don't know if it was Mr. Beeson, but there was definitely an individual in the, in the video that I saw um, where there were still licks or punches being thrown and nothing, no one was doing that. What, but what I can definitely say that there was a car that pulled up. Now, again, we're not talking about young men. We're talking about women, children, girls, young girls. Yeah, John Khan, this is what I'm touching on. I'm touching on this right now, John Khan. There, John Carr says, Tony, let's not forget the guy watching in his car, a big man also, KMT. And for those who don't know what KMT means, it means kiss me tea. <laughs> but yeah, this is my point. I'm like, hold on. Can't we, like, are we, like, shouldn't we, you know, they, they, there's a saying that it takes a, a village to raise a child. So are we now saying that we're happy with events like this happening where you see a next person's child being assaulted, you as a big man are in your car and all you're doing is bibbing. Like, I, I don't, that does I don't, I don't really understand that. Like, you know, please, you, you, you know, I'm doing a lot of talking now and I want you look to, to explain to me that what is happening, like what is happening to society what kind of society are we taking up, putting our children in where they're going to school to learn 
but being beaten up and assaulted by other pupils. You know, does there need to be a harsh treatment where this is concerned? Barry Cobbs, he says, teachers should be there to make sure our kids are safe at school. I definitely hear that. Um, but but from what I saw, the teachers were there. <laughs> the teachers were there, Barry. The teachers were there. But are, are we getting to a case where the teachers themselves are frightened to approach uh, these young children? You know, um, it, it, it really, 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 really is worrying. Um, Chrissy Blue... 876, she says, when I grew up, we were told to do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. This law of love is no longer being taught. I agree. I definitely, definitely agree. But what we have to be clear about, Chrissy, you see, you were taught that by your parents. <laughs> So again, we're going back to the same thing. It's the parents. It's the parents that have a, a, a duty to bring their child up. Now, let me go, let me, let me move forward to some questions. According to news reports, and I'm, we may have touched this, but I, I'm just going by what you know I've written uh, and the questions I want to ask you. Hold on, before I go, that Bruce Kai said there are no parenting skills anymore. Parents don't have the skill to instill discipline. And kids won't listen to their parents um, who simply, I don't know, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I know what that, I think I know what that means, D-G-A-F. But it's a vicious cycle. Basically what he's saying is that, you know, we've come to a, a, a time in, in history where parents don't, respect children and children don't respect parents. And so, you know, we, we I mean, I mean I, I've always said, I'm, I've, I'll be honest with you, I've always felt that the change starts with you. The change starts with you as an individual because it's easy to point the finger and say, someone should do this and someone else, but you have to do it first. You, you have to be, but it's such a, a broad subject that as Daniel Gray said, He's done that. He's brought up his child with morals and with principles and with respect. But the worry for him now is that he's sending his child into these schools. Not everybody can afford private school. And I don't even actually know if private school is necessarily the, 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 um, the solution because, and, you know, I've, I've heard cases where stuff like this go on in private schools. So, again, are we just going around in circles? But anyway... According to news reports, a 43-year-old man and a 39-year-old woman have been arrested. Now, hear the point. Arrested on child neglect. Going back to the parents. And intentionally, in th these are serious words. Intentionally encouraging an offense. Before I go further. I don't know if they're talking about the person who was behind the camera because the person was who was behind the camera was actually goading these young children to do more. Yeah, they were goading the children to do more. I, I'm not going to repeat what was said, 
But, you know, the reports are a 43-year-old woman and a 39-year-old, no, 43-year-old man and a 39-year-old woman have been arrested on child neglect and intentionally encouraging an offence. Can we assume that they were the parents of the attackers? I'm, I'm, let me ask everybody that. Can we assume that these adults um, were, the, were, were the parents of the attackers? If so, you know, what's, again, what's the answer? I, I don't actually feel this is an answer which we're going we're gonna to come to. You know, whenever, we're not going to have a, a definite answer. We can talk from now till Christmas. We won't have a definite answer. But I just want to know what people's thoughts and opinions are on this thing. Gary, let's get some more questions out. And, you know, are we to assume that the attackers were the parents? And if so, again, what 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 hope do we have? You know, um, Leah, oh, thank you for the 449. She said, I don't think this is new. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We're, get, we're getting closer. Girls, boys have been getting jumped for a while. What's shocking was the lack of urgency to help from the adults. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. And this is why I'm going to repeat that Snapchat again. That Snapchat should be the Snapchat of the whole Sutton. Sorry, don't let me get into that kind of talk. But that Snapchat should be really repeated over and over and over again. I repeat, Leah O, thank you for the comment. Thank you for the money. She says, I don't think this is a new case. Girls and boys have been getting jumped for a while. What's shocking was the lack of urgency to help from the adults. Again, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Ch children are children, but you have adults here. Adults that were on the scene that in my opinion and Leah's opinion didn't show enough urgency to get this matter under control. That's a problem. That is a problem. Miss Ringside, thank you for the 449. Again, she says the solution, now listen to this, the solution is a security team in each school. My mum was part of a security team at Cotland High School in Wembley at the time. Hmm, very, very, very interesting comment. I mean, you know, we've got to be realistic about this thing. Uh, there's a lot of schools in the UK. Um, it's a cost. It's a cost. You know, these security men are not going to do it for free. Uh, but again, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a what's the what's the word? It's a suggestion to a, a problem that's facing us. And uh, Miss Ringside has made this suggestion. I, I really want to know what people will think think about that. You know, my immediate thinking is. You know, security guards do a job. They're going to get costs. The thing is, what happens next? When the security guards start coming into school and, 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 and manning these schools, what next? The children start arming themselves to protect themselves? Do we have a situation where the security guards, can, they can fear for their own life and end up doing something to these children, which is even more detrimental 
to the case. It's, it's such a touchy, touchy subject. But again, thank you for your comment. My mastery, again, another supporter, a friend, uh, someone who, who, who definitely sends inspiring quotes almost daily to myself <laughs> because everybody needs everybody. People need people. You know, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, she's a great uh, person and, uh, and has great thoughts and opinions and suggestions and, and sometimes answers, most times answers. But anyway, she says, okay, there are different mindsets, different classes of people. Obviously, the class of people via their mindset was absolutely trash. Area plays a big part in this too. I'm going to say that again. My mastery strategist, she says, okay, there are different mindsets, different classes of people. Obviously, the class of people via their mindset was obviously trash. Area plays a big part of this too. And although maybe, uh, you know, these are not the words I would use, but I definitely feel the same. I'm like, hold on. If your children are behaving like that, what does that say about you? Because the old adage, you know, all these all these things that my father used to say to me, um, which are written down in scriptures and and and, and uh, books written by great people, you know, uh, philosophers, orators. Um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> it probably just basic. Like I remember, about, my dad used to say that to me. Children running up. Yeah, that's how I'm saying because. It's like the apple don't fall far from the tree. So what? Like, what are you? Like, what are you? What are you sending out to the world? Because unless you're living on an isolated island, your child is gonna interact and meet other children. So if you haven't put certain morals into your child, and then they come up against a child that has been brought up moralistic, has been brought up with manners. Uh, like Daniel Grace's daughter has been, has been. Like, where does that leave the child? You can see that this is a serious subject. You know, because the child that's been brought up with um, 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 morals and manners, they're now, they're like a, a fish, uh, a, a precious fish in the ocean, surrounded of sharks. So your child's there, all nice, please, happy, good morning, miss. And then you've got these shark ch sharks that are going to terrorize her. So I think, you know, we're going back to the same thing. A, a, a lot of what I'm reading and, and what people are saying, it seems to be boiled down to the parents. There seems to be an onus on the parents. And, and then moving further forward, you know, you have the teachers. And then, then the teachers are bound by certain rules as well. Let's not forget that. The teachers are bound by certain rules. Then you're going to put security guards in there. Not every, it's like anything. Not every security guard is going to be perfect. Not every security, some security guard might come to school with a chip on his shoulder. Next thing, they're taking it out on your child. These are the things we have to consider. And so <laughs> the topic is, is, is deep. Mickey Dub says, I stopped three teenage boys violently bullying a smaller boy at Westfield Stratford three weeks ago. And there were adults telling me to stop it. And some were filming it on their phone. 
Absolute madness, says Mickey Dub. Again, what, what have we got to say about this? You know? So now we have an a, a, a adult, a man, that's stopping something happening. He too, let's not forget, Mickey Dub is actually putting his life on the line because he don't know one of these childs could be armed with, armed with a knife. Next thing, we have a, a fatality. Thank God that wasn't the case. But then when you have other parents filming it and telling you to stop getting in between something, my question is, supposing it was your son, supposing it was your daughter, Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the question. Again, going back to it takes a community to raise a child. Because, yes, it may not be your child. But if it's someone else's child, like, are you just going to stand by? Are you going to be like that man in the car? And I wish I had that man in the car name and number. Because I would phone him personally. I will say to him, my friend, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to just stand there and let children... But girls, again, we're going back to this girl. And, you know, listen, male, female, you know, this is something that maybe in other countries and maybe in other areas, we, you know, they're used to seeing it. But I ain't used to seeing this kind of stuff. Me, well, you know, the, the, where I come from, I, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I just wasn't, I just didn't see this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what it is we can really do if there is a solution at all. Uh, because whatever the case, we do have to take baby steps in eradicating or at least making sure that this doesn't happen again in our schools. Um, and let there be an awareness, because as I say, said at the top of the show, so much things are going on daily in this world, coronavirus, kidnappings. I mean, I, I tend not to watch the news because it just seems like every day there's just, it's just, you know, these things are going into your subconscious mind. And, you know, a lot of parents who are watching are feeding on this kind of stuff. I really, you know, I don't want to go into that side. It's, that's an, another show, another topic. But your subconscious mind, you know, impresses all these, you know, these happenings. And they happen. So, again, there's so much what we, you know, or what we have to feed our, what we, what we shouldn't feed our minds. But anyway... Um, how do we ensure the safety of our children? Uh, let's move on. Um, Surrey police, I wrote this down. Surrey police have requested that video, that the video should not be circulated further. They have stated it could be upsetting for the victim, the wider community, and could affect the future affect a future court case. I think that goes without saying, there definitely has to be a court case. Like, cameras court faces. So, I'm just saying this. Like, if it was my daughter or my son, something has to be happening because, you know, it's just not right. But anyway, um, what are your views, I'm asking you, the people, what are your views on whether a video should have been shared in the first place? Because I had a friend that shared me the video and they said within 10 minutes, the video was viral. So, you know, should the video have been shared in the first first place? The police have requested that, you know, we don't share the video and don't circulate it any further because it can affect um, future court case proceedings. Um, question, would the mainstream outlets 
have picked this up without a video. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Would the mainstream outlets have picked this up if there wasn't a video? So I've, I've posed two questions there. Should the video have been sh uh, shared in the first place? And then would the mainstream media have picked it up if the video wasn't shared? These are good questions. You know, that um, maybe some people don't have the precise answer, but they can have a thought or they can have an opinion. Um, Daniel Gray says, it's a complex issue. Agree, before I go any further. This is such a complex issue. And I guess there's no one real answer. But if the more people that give, um, you know, opinions or thoughts and, 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 and ways to go forward, then, you know, maybe someone in authority you know, the police, it could be helpful to the police, it could be helpful to the government, it could be helpful to the teachers, it could be helpful to the parents, you know, coming together and saying, you know, this has to stop. You know, even the, even the parents of the children involved, they actually need help. They need help. Because if you're allowing your child to do that to another child, that ain't right. So there's a there's a there's an underlying issue. So he says it's a complex. Daniel Grace that is says it's a complex issue, and there is no one to uh, no one answer to resolving it. Again, echoing what I said, we need multiple initiatives from all walks of life and areas of society. Uh, proliferation of knife carrying might explain why there was no intervention. People are scared. <laughs> parents, you're sending out. So I heard someone say it. The parents are sending out monsters into the world. So again, can can we actually blame the the guy that was in the car? You know, I heard it and I said it. But you know, this is why I love this. Look, I love the show and it's the first episode. I love the show already because it's interaction with the public. Like we got to think that guy that was in the car. He may be thinking, okay, I hear, I see what's going on, but guess what? I feel for my life. I, like, I've got a child at home. I could be the hero, and the next thing, my child can't see me. So there's that. But I still think, having said all that, men have got to be men. <laughs> You've got to defend this tip. Like, you got, sorry, <laughs> I need to mind how I speak. But... I just feel I ain't standing there and letting no to me turn their giant. I'm not standing there and letting any girl, you know, if you want to isolate it into the cultural, any black young princess, any girl, I'm gonna repeat it. Any girl, any young teenager, black, white, or other. If Tunde Ajayi is driving in his car and seeing one girl being jumped by 10, 15 other girls, guess what? That's a good day to lose my life. Because that could be my child. That's a good day to lose my life. Yeah, that's that's the men that we've got to be, 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 be bringing up. You know? Because it's women. It's women. Kai Brown, Tunde question. Um, the fact you have bought AY 
to the top in such a short space of time while still young yourself is impressive. Will you ever train the next generation of you? Wrong show, mate. <laughs> Wrong show, mate. <laughs> That's the fight is right. This is more pressing, serious issues. And I say that because sport, sport is sport. You know, we're winners and we're, you know, there's winners and losers. But ultimately, if everyone does their job, they go home to their families. You know, we're talking about a, a very serious issue here where boxing is put to the side. Um, and it will be put to the side at least once a week moving forward. Because I think so much things are happening in the world today. Um, we'll talk about next week's discussion at the end of the show. Um, I just feel that sometimes people just need to speak about it. I feel that the only way you can, the only way anything can start to get better if we start to communicate with one another. And again, I mean it, communicate with the attacker. You know, communicate uh, attacker or attackers. Communicate with the parents of the attacker. You know, because they say two wrongs don't make a right. I agree with that in most cases. But I'm talking about the bigger picture. The bigger picture is what can be done to safeguard our children. Um, Berna says, don't make it black and white. These people are criminals. Let them serve time in jail. Make prison harsher. Now, prison's been around for a long time, my man. <laughs> prisons, I mean, statistics show prisons are not always the answer. Um, I'm sure I wrote down a, a, a question. I wrote down a question which is kind of like in line of what you're saying. Um, Yes, I did. And this is this this goes to basically what you're saying. It's a wider question, which I wrote down. I said, a former head, or I wrote, a former head of prison services said that when we expel kids, children, from school, we may as well give them a prison sentence there and then. This is, this is a former head of the prison service talking about our children and what happens, the results of expelling them, something going right before they go prison, you're talking about the behavior of a child and, and then expelling a child. So statistically, so this prison service, this former head of prison service said that when we expel kids from school, we may as well give them a prison sentence then and there. Statistically, this is not me talking. Statistically, it appears there is a strong link between expulsion from school and prisons. Are we abandoning the young children we expel? Is this process being applied fairly? This relates directly to the safety of our young children. So let me have your views on removing schools, children from schools. This is all interlinked. You know, it's kind of knee-jerk to say, boom, filling them in prison. There have been many success say, cases, but let's just look at the overall statistics. It goes back to schooling. And many of you are, are older now. Some of you can remember your classmates 
and you you fast forward today, those classmates that were the most troubled in school are the ones that are in prison. So this is this is so wide an issue. JK Better Life, he says, yep, prison don't work. Most reformed prisonees that I know reform themselves. <laughs> they reform themselves. So you know, again, going back to the number one question, uh, put it up, please, Gary. Um, I'm going to read that by, but the number one question is, how do we ensure the safety of our children? So again, going back to, it, you know, this whole thing about home education, parenting, um, before we're even moving into the alma mater, the school, you know, put up the um, the, the comment of, of the previous one by Daniel Grace again. Daniel, thank you for your contributions uh, and words tonight, they're really keeping the show firing. Uh, what's the time? Um, we've got about 10 minutes left. And, uh, you know, and, and please, or just over 10 minutes left, uh, we could definitely go on all day. But uh, it's just getting thoughts of, of parents and, and just young people, even young people. I say sometimes the young people are the ones with the answers. <laughs> it's not even the parents. Because obviously the parents are sending the children to, into schools. They're sending their children into schools who are doing this particular thing. But sometimes the parent, the children that have been brought up with morals by their parents could well have the answers and the solutions moving forward. So, you know, again, uh, there's an onus on the parents. Prisons should be much harder and more of a deterrent. No PlayStation, TV, etc. More education to help uh, uh, prevent uh, reoffending, and I'm not laughing so much at the comment, but my man, even my son, I had to tell his mum one time, just stop taking away the PlayStation because that, that's not doing nothing. PlayStation taking away the PlayStation is deeper than that, my man. It's deeper than the PlayStation. If you take away your child's PlayStation. We live in a world today, well, you, might, you might as well take away the phone and everything because they'll be gaming and all that stuff on you. Or you, you're there with your old self thinking that taking away the PlayStation is going to do anything. They do nothing. They do nothing. This is psychological. This is deeper than what a lot of us uh, want to admit. And uh, we have to admit it. Leo O just, just donating, donating, come, putting our money where our mouth is. Uh, thank you for the 1799. She said, the days of leaving it all to the teachers have gone. See, if I, if I could bang my table, I'll bang it hard. It'll probably shatter. But again, this is facts. This is facts. This is fact. We've got, whether, or not, whether or not we want to accept it, it's facts. The days of leaving it all. She didn't say some of uh, um, the, the crust that we have to bet shouldn't be uh, carried by the teachers, but all of it. You can't leave all of it to the chat to the teacher. No, no. The teacher's fundamental job is to educate your child. Educate your child. And again, another way a teacher can be indirectly educating the child is the teacher himself or herself having good morals and, and, and good behavior and acting right. That's 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 teaching without talking. But Leo, don't you, you're getting you're getting me animated. 
Leah O, thank you for the 1799. Let's get through this question. She said, the days of leaving it all to, all, uh, to the teachers have gone. Parents have to be present and intentional. Attend all parents' evenings. Ask your kids questions. That's how you will detect both if your child is being bullied or the one doing the bullying. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Let me just say that again. 1799 has to be spoken of twice. Leah O says, the days of leaving it all to the teachers have gone. Parents have to be present and intentional, uh, which I'm going to go back to. Attend all parents' evenings. Ask your kids questions. That's how you will detect both uh, if your child is being bullied or doing the bullying. Now, just going back to that part where both parents have to be uh, 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 attend every parent's meeting, we just know that's not possible. You know, uh, in, 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 in a lot of cases, the parents are the, the breadwinner. In, in a lot of care, in a lot of cases, children are being brought up by single women, uh, single men. You know, um, my friend who deals with this is telling me nowadays that uh, there's a rise on men, single men bringing up children. So not just women, uh, but we know historically, you know, uh, the, 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 the evidence shows that a lot of women are bringing up children on their own. So the women also have an almighty job and I've have always had an almighty job because sometimes it's not that the, the, the other parent doesn't want to be there. He's out working. He's out working. So again, that's kind of like, you know, that's a 50-50. But everything else, uh, what you've said in this Snapchat or Super Chat, as it's called, I definitely, definitely agree with. Um, Gal, thank you off the canvas Boxing for the 4.49. Appreciate it, my man. Um, if we were talking about boxing today, but it shows you. We've got boxing people, you know, um, reporters, um, students of the game, aficionados, uh, comment commenting on this topic because it is such a, 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 a sensitive um, and an important topic. Anyway, for me... I get the impression that schools and teachers' primary concern is simply the grades rather than turning the children into amazing adults. Mmm. Mmm. I mean, off the back, um, off the canvas boxing, pardon the pun, um, what do we send our children to school for? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I mean, I thought that we were sending them there to be educated. So, again, the education uh, is paramount, first of all. But there's a whole issue, a whole social issue that surrounds it. Uh, but, you know, we've got, we can't, we've got to be careful that we start getting into, again, study. The alma mater is the other mother. It's the other teacher. Those key attributes is coming from the home it's coming from the home before when i was growing up like you actually be scared of your friend's mom <laughs> you you be scared of your friend's dad finding out what's going on because you know you instinctively know through just the moral upbringing 
that if my friend's parent saw me or caught me doing nothing, boom, pick up the phone. Mr. Ajayi, <laughs> Mr. Ajayi, I see Tunde stealing. He was caught. He was arrested in Peckham. Straight. Get home. Yeah, but I, I, I don't even tell you what happened when I got home. <laughs> but this is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's, it's, it takes a village to raise a child. And, um, it, 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 you know, on a, on a community level, there has to be that coming together with parents. Maybe, you know, parents getting together. I know they have things called parents' evenings. Always have parents' evening. But what about parents' evening arranged by the parents? Not the, not the teachers, because that's a part of the syllabus. What about parents coming together? Talking about, putting into thing, place into things that their children can do. Trips, excursions, let them experience life outside of their environment. These are things which I believe can bring communities closer together culturally. You know, a boy that was brought up in Ireland is a friend that was boy that was brought up in Jamaica. You know, why don't the, the, the Irish parent and the Jamaican parent get together, go, the families, you know, it's all about family building. Then you can expose other people from other cultures to how this thing goes. <laughs> all of these things, again, they're not going to eradicate what has happened and what has gone on, but moving forward, it's just a suggestion. And basically, I just came into my head. Seagum Fisher, the one and all, and this brother, let me just say, Seagum Fisher, he knows my next door neighbor, my school friend, we grew up together. To this day, dad upstairs, mom downstairs. We know this thing. Used to jump off the shed, play football in the pen to God knows what time. It's all related, it's all bonding. And as we become adults, you know, everybody goes there, everybody, but we've all still got that love for each other because there was that kind of, community family feel before we went to school. We had a family before we went to school because you know you're going to meet people in school. But again, I'm going on, I'm talking about my own experiences, which I hope, you know, again, they may spark something. But Segan says, Tundi, you know when we were growing up on the estate was a community. There you go. What did I say? I didn't even read a thing. Sorry. I didn't even read. <laughs> again, when, you, when you've grown up in certain communities, it's kind of hard to leave that, but you know, we're getting better every day, and that's 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 the whole point of it. But uh, Segan says, Mr. Fisher says, um, Tundi, you know, when we were growing up on the estate, it was a community, every parent was a parent to all the children. Now, nobody talks and knows their neighbor. And Segan again, just a couple weeks back, touched in the state, drove to see my dad. Obviously, he's just come back here. He's going back home. But Joe, to see my dad, your mum was there. Me and your mum was end up talking. Could be a good hour and a half. He wasn't there. He was at work. And she was reminding of me, Tundi, when you was young, you know, you somehow crawled from down the stairs to the road, to Docking Hill. And she was cussing my mum like, how you make this child? That's how you know. I was always on the move from, from, from a child. I was on the move. But your mother ran to my rescue, picked me up, saved me. And look at all these years later, your mum still recollect. That's 
That's family outside of your family. And this is what we got to have a community-based structure where our children don't need to worry about another child assaulting their child because it's a family thing. It, again, it all starts on the parents. There's got to be that kind of relationship between the parents. But fantastic point, Stephen. Um, it's nine o'clock, people. It's nine o'clock. I, I gave everyone the, the, the platform. Um, there's been some good... Listen, let me read that. Sammy Ali, old tight Sammy Ali, Tundi, you're a realist. But anyway, um, let me see. I don't want to read that. Gary, I'm going to leave that to you. Just put up some few comments, some closing comments, and then... Um, one thing we'll be doing on this show is that at the end of every show, I'll be leaving you with um, something positive. Because, you know, our main objective is not to cast aspersions or blame anybody for anything. It's always about what we can do to make it better. Hence why the subject matter of today's talk was... How do we ensure the safety of our children? Because I think when all said and done, that's, that's all anyone wants. They, they want to live and, and be brought up in a society where after sending their child or away from the home into the schools and colleges, that they're not there panicking, what's going to happen to my son or daughter when they're there? I think everybody wants that. Everybody, everybody. So, you know, um, I'm so thankful that everyone hopped on tonight. And obviously, this is episode one. This thing ain't going to stop because current issues affect us, each and every one of us, every single second, minute, hour, day, month, year of our lives. And um, sometimes people just want to talk about it, you know, um, I don't know what that is. I see a lion and I see a one and I see two dashes. <laughs> but whatever that is, um, he says, teachers are there to teach. No daycare for your undisciplined children, not to mention their low wages. The government refused to increase. Another very, very good point. I wish we had that early on in the show, but we're going to have time to talk on this subject and others uh, moving forward. Um, and he said, big up the hardworking teachers and all the dinner ladies out there. Again, you're touching a nerve, brother, because I remember Miss Little, the best dinner lady I had. The Miss Little was like, she was like my mum. You know, and again, old white lady that I took as my mum, cancelling this racial divide, which is you know, it's, 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 you know, we're getting to a, a case, or we could have been always there. As I said, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm focusing a certain direction, but we don't want it. We don't want it, and uh, you know, everybody has to be, every mother has to be a mother to another person's child to the extent that they can do. We're not asking you to go and, you know, do everything for a next person's child, but I mean, in cases of safety. Other mothers and other fathers should be there on the lookout. Children. I'm not talking about no grown-ass men or women. I'm talking about children. Children who are defenseless. Children who you tell them something, they'll do it. 
These children need protection, not only from you as a parent, but from others, from other parents, from other adults, from teachers, from the dinner lady. Miss Little, the dinner lady, no, Miss Small, what am I talking about? Miss Small. She would be like, I hope you're not doing no nonsense, because I will just report to your, your dad. That in itself was a deterrent. That in itself was a deterrent. And let's be realistic. Things don't go backwards. So I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not, you know, it ain't, oh yeah, everybody's standing in line and yes, sir. That, that, that ain't going to never happen. That we've gone past that stage of evolution in time. This is a new time, a new era, a new era, sorry. And we just have to maybe implement some of the things from old, uh, which are immutable and bring them into the present. And what has always been a staple for hundreds of thousands, millions of homes is respect those. Do unto those as you have do unto you. Respect. We ain't all perfect. Come on, we're not being stupid about this situation. But this word respect, it goes a long way. So even if there's a, um, kids out there or children out there that their parents ain't telling them, I'm your parent today. You know, respect people. There's a certain, again, I don't want to go into boxing because it's not important, but there's a certain boxer. When he comes in a gym, he don't respect me. And I'm like, bruv, sorry. I'm like, bruv, I'm Tunde Jai. I ain't asking you to bow down and prostrate like we're in Nigeria. I'm saying respect. Because me, when I enter a gym, the trainer, I'm bowing my head in respect. How you doing, trainer? The you, the fighter, how you doing? Big up champ. These, these little things is how I've been able to navigate myself from one position to another. Respect, relationships, Frank Warren, other promoters, people in business. Respect goes a long way. We need to start this. We need to implement these kind of, this, it shouldn't even be, a, we should, this, this shouldn't even be a talking point. This is standard procedure. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? There's still Snapchat money. I don't know. I've seen that. I'm, I'm dead doing Gary's job. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, it has been epic. This has been epic. Snaps says you have to do more of these kinds of streams. Team, it's a weekly thing. I've already, I've already dedicated. I'm telling you. You know they say I've learned me more than anyone. Don't talk. <laughs> don't talk which you can't really um, guarantee. But what I will say, as long as I'm fit and I'm able, this is a weekly show. Along with the fight is right. Along with the watch-alongs. Next up is going to be Spencer Fearham's take on things. I don't know what subject Spencer's going to drop on us. It might be Episodes of Desmond. <laughs> I'm always sad because, bro, you know Spencer. Sorry, I'm doing a bruv thing again. You know Spencer is just he's a real one, and so I'm looking forward to what we, you know, what Spencer comes up with. I know Spencer's wanna gonna wanna do his own one, and it's great. You know, we're we're we're, we're a team that we work as a team, but we're individuals. We're we're, we're individuals, and I, I, as I said, as myself, Gary, and Spencer always, we was always heading in this direction, in terms of growth and development, because 
people who know me know I've been like this from day one. There are some people only know me through boxing, but I've always been like this. I've always had an opinion on current affairs. And I can talk and I can listen to people and views and listen to what they say, not be judgmental and think, mm, you know what, you, you know, you made a, a good point there. And I think we just got to continue this. So let me close in some words uh, that was beautiful, beautifully written by um, the late, great uh, Maya Angelou. Um, and it goes like this. I'm convinced good done anywhere is good done everywhere. For a change, start speaking to people rather than walking by them like they're stones that don't matter. Remember this, as long as you're breathing, it's never too late to do some good. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> everything is time and I want to thank you for joining me on the first episode of Tundi Talks or Talk Tundi. <laughs> thank you. Good night. God bless. And um, hopefully I'll see you next week. I'll definitely see you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.